You know what? Even if you spent five minutes interning at a radio station in college, um, you had to feel for David Bellavia at the end of his program. He puts on a flawless program, and at the end, our buttons, for whatever reason, weren't working. And mentally, when you do this, what happens is you you have a certain body of material that you're ready to discuss, and then you run out because it's three minutes. Okay, I got a break for the end of the show, and then nothing happens, and then you've got a vamp. And sometimes you find that you just don't have anything about which to vamp. But uh, it was kind of cool talking about the uh, Bills game, uh, a little bit anyway, with uh, David Bellavia. Uh, David's on every day, uh, 10 until 2, here on News Radio 930. WBEN, be sure to check out his new book and uh, all of his many appearances and educate yourself. Had the pleasure of watching uh, the game yesterday with two Army veterans and one Navy veteran. Thank you very much. Anyway, um, Welcome to the program. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN, and we have a special treat. This is uh, a regular feature of the program, and a lot of people really like it. A lot of people love it when we uh, share the column on the Bowerly and WBEN Facebook page. Um, we have our astrologer, Cassandra Joan Butler, who is in studio with us to answer your questions about your life. And Cassandra is my ex-wife. We had one of the world's most bitterest divorces ever, and obviously that isn't even a story anymore. We live very close. We are very close. We're very good friends with each other. So you can do it. If we could do it, you can do it. But here, here's the deal. Now, Cassandra, I, I got to tell you this. In the world of astrology, she is kind of a big deal. Her uh, website is one of the top 100 astrology websites in the world. She literally has people who follow her around the world. And amazingly, she is huge in Australia. I don't know what I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but she is just huge in in Australia. I love Australia. It's on my bucket list, Tom. I love bucket lists. But because, you see, I'm a part of the astrological platform called the CIA. Did you know that? Uh, I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It stands for <laughs> the real CIA is the Cosmic Intelligence Agency, and I'm Asian 56. Agent 56. Yes, that's of my... The Cosmic <laughs> Intelligence Agency. Yes, yes. Julia Simons uh, had invited me. Who, many, what, what? Yeah, that's her name. She's the mother of the CIA, uh, the Cosmic Intelligence Agency. And so I write for them. I appear on their platform. And uh, it's definitely on my bucket list to visit. So, yeah, when I do my, my uh, Facebook Lives... It's um, in the morning there. It's in the evening here, of course. It's the next day. And uh, so I have quite a following in Australia and UK and everywhere because thank you, Mr. Internet and Mr. and Mrs. Facebook. We can be everywhere at the same time. Well, I got an idea. If Bellavia goes to Australia <laughs> to promote his book, maybe you can yes, go there I'll and work up. out some joint rate Absolutely. or something. Absolutely. Now, anyway, welcome to the show. Um, it basically, here's here's how this works. When you call in, you're going to talk to a young man named Josh, who is absolutely fabulous. 
Yes, Josh Allen has left the Bills, and he's now working for us. Now, jo- uh, you're going to talk with a young man named Josh, and you're going to tell Josh your date of birth, your time of birth, if you know it, and your place of birth. And then based on that information, if you have a question about a certain aspect of your life and you would like Cassandra's input, um, she will offer it to you. Now, I always say this whenever we begin a program, but uh, I'm, I'm a very open-minded guy when it comes to paranormal stuff. I am not a believer, if you will, in astrology. That being said, like I tell you every single time she's on, in terms of my professional life, uh, Cassandra has been spot on to the week or to the day with things uh, that were going to happen. She, to the week or the day, told me when we were going to move back to Buffalo from St. Louis. And I still find that astonishing. But if you have a question for Cassandra Joan Butler, and I'll put her link up to her website, the phone number is 803-0930-STAR-930 and 1-800-616-WBEN. So, uh, Cassandra, before we came on the air, we were talking about uh, the unexpected, to expect the unexpected. And you cited two specifics. Number one was the red wave. That Correct. didn't happen. And uh, something that happened in Orchard Park yesterday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so what, what does that all mean? Oh, I just have to make a comment, Tom. I know you don't believe in astrology because you haven't learned astrology. I want you to come to one of my classes as my guest in February. Startup. Never mind. But anyway. You serve yeah. tequila? <laughs> the point is... Um, Astrology is doesn't make us do anything. It just gives us a climate, a weather, a backstory. So we are living, friends, in eclipse territory right now. Eclipses, we had one on November 8th. We had one on the 25th of October. We had one in April, April 30th, and May 16th. So these eclipses color our world, everyone's world in some ways. They are unexpected astrological portal events. Plus, this past week we had Uranus. Yeah. Uranus. Uranus. Wait, are you, I say Uranus. Are you really going to call it Uranus? I always say Uranus. Okay. Uh, I'm going to call it Uranus. My Uranus. Okay. Your Uranus. Okay. Um, well, Uranus. I this know. is why we got divorced. It was all over that. <laughs> Exactly. All right. So Mr. Crazy, Unusual, Unexpected Energy Uranus was on top of this particular eclipse on Tuesday the 8th. So that means everyone is probably dealing with some unexpected situations. Like, And Uranus represents technology, Tom. So like we just kind of experienced a little technological snafu a little while ago. (laughs) (laughs) Poor David. I I know. It's like... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing with him because we've all had that happen. Right, right. So Uranus is like the electrical firestorm in the sky. And um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a very much a part of our landscape now until the 23rd of November. But it's really in effect, friends, until 
next April. So everyone is opening up. They're becoming illumined because the full moon we see in the dark. So I want to talk about eclipses with you when you call in tonight. Or tonight, today, yeah, that was a snafu. Oh, it's tonight somewhere. Yeah, I, I know, in Australia. Okay. It's like you're getting ready to go to Egypt or something. Uh, phone number is 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And again, just tell Josh your uh, date of birth, your time of birth, if you know it, as well as your place of birth, which hopefully you know. And it's always weird. Um, we've got two kids. And the first one, her birth certificate will always read St. Louis, Missouri. And in the future, the genealogists in the family will say, what was going on where she was born in St. Louis? Right. And they have to spend a lot of time and uh, energy looking into that. So when, when you talk about the eclipses and expecting the unexpected, was that also in effect when the Bills lost to the New York Jets, as it was in effect as the Bills lost to the Minnesota Vikings? Well, yes and no. We want to become a little bit more specific. When I do um, sports, not really predictions, but descriptions, I take in the account that Buffalo, New York is the identifier. So Buffalo has a chart. So yesterday, the moon was opposite Buffalo's moon. So there is such an outpouring of emotion. But the planet that I call the mafioso godfather was interacting <laughs> in the game yesterday. Boss of all bosses. Yeah, the boss of all bosses. So there was an unexpected <sighs> shifting. It, it was. It was. I think everyone is feeling a little depressed today. Um, well, Buffalo Bills fans are, yeah, yeah uh, well, the well, Minnesota people probably not so much. Um, one quick question before we get into the telephone calls, because I get to talk to you anytime I want, day or night, three in the morning, it doesn't matter. And the important thing is to get people on with uh, their individual questions. But when, when you are doing, um, when you're dealing with somebody as an astrological client, what is the single most common issue about which you are asked is it job is it love is it finance is it health what is it okay great question Tom because it usually is love and money right because that's considered to be what we in the astrological field call Venus things Venus represents what matters in our life and I do get a lot of um, ongoing clients that come back about monthly sometimes just to get some guidance on how to navigate their emotions. Remember, I have the counseling background, so I can use the astrology with kind of a guidance coaching device as well. I always say that every moment has a certain quality to it. And if we can be very objective with our feelings, we don't necessarily have to be victim to our feelings in that moment. So there's a lot of use of the astrology. It's not what people think it is because I think most people think it's, um, I don't know, like puppets on a string. Those planets are making us do it. I don't see it that way at all. I see it just as a climate. Like there's sometimes cloudy weather and sometimes exciting weather and sometimes unpredictable weather. Almost like the age-old nature, like age nature versus nurture debate. What makes somebody what they are? Is right. it genetics or is it the environment into which uh, somebody is, is born? Uh, and Cassandra mentioned uh, her uh, background. I would be doing her a disservice if I did not tell you that in addition to the astrology, um, she does have a bachelor of social work from an ivy league institution cornell university um 
and also she has a master's degree from Syracuse University. But I'm happy to tell you that her mind was not poisoned in the wrong direction <laughs> by either of those um, institutions. And um, when we when we talk about political stuff, we are kind of in um, agreement, lockstep. Just can, wanted to throw that no, out there. Can I throw something out here? Yeah. Okay. So when I was in, I was actually in the third university that was at McMaster. McMaster. University. Yeah. And, and I remember reading a book, a textbook in sociology as a young 17-year-old, and it was talking about the power of elite people telling everyone else how to think. I, I'm really paraphrasing. But even back then, I thought, well, I'm elite. I'm in this university, and I'm so smart at age 17. But then I thought that sounded a little frighteningly disingenuous that there is that type of attitude, a real attitude out there among certain people who think the rest of us aren't uh, worthy of um, making our minds up. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> there, there is a certain arrogance and a certain uh, pretentious uh, outlook and attitude that uh, some people have. And uh, you got to beware that ego can sometimes be a trap door into the abyss of self-destruction. Yes, I agree. Uh, hmm. Rather poetic on a Monday. Yeah, wow. All right, it is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Our astrologer is Cassandra Joan Butler. Um, we were married for four years and had two children together, went through a terrible divorce, and for the past 15 years, 20 uh, uh-huh. for a long time, uh, we've been very close friends. So. I think our divorce took longer than the marriage. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it actually did. And, and, and actually, Sandy, it cost more, too. Uh, let's, uh, let's, get to the, uh, phone, let's get to the phone calls on News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, Joanne, I'm seeing that you are a November 11th, so belated happy birthday to you, 1960. 6.02 in the evening in South Buffalo. Uh, did, did you have a specific question for Cassandra Joan Butler? Well, I'm looking for the temperature of what what is the next decision in my life. I'm, I'm divorced. My kids are out of the house now. So I have mobility with job, with home, and not really quite sure what direction I'm going to go into. You know, do I move? Do I stay? Right. Joanne, thanks for calling in. You know, um, the the Scorpio and Tauruses are most affected this year with some life-changing decisions. And you're the Scorpio. Happy birthday. Um, I think your health has gone through a lot of improvements out of sheer discipline. So you're feeling good. You're at this new place in your life. Number one, number two, uh, the next step, I would say gather information until the middle of January. The planet Mars is retrograde, and that's your ruling planet. It's giving you a lot of uh, added, because you're not sure what you want to do. You're Gemini rising, and Gemini rising people are always making lists, you know, pros, cons with everything. So (laughs) do you understand? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then you, you say, well, this, logically, I have to do this, but I don't know. I, I the, the columns are equi- equivalent. So by the middle of January, you'll be able to relax a little bit and have a better idea. And then you are a Leo moon, and you are next to that exciting planet Uranus. I think you're you're up for a move and up for a change, but you might make that decision in January and then 
orchestrate it by May of next year. You're not there making wow. the decision yet. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And it was funny. You nailed the whole health thing because I've I felt better now than I have in quite a while. And to expect the unexpected, I ended up breaking my foot and I'm going to be going into surgery. So there you go for All the right. retrograde. All right. Well, as you know, and Cassandra and I actually both trained as uh, licensed massage therapists, so we're somewhat uh, familiar with the many, many bones which constitute what people think of as uh, as the foot. So good luck to you, Joanne. Yeah, thanks so much. I appreciate your time, Cassandra. Thanks. Sure. Speedy recovery. Thanks. Yep. Be well. Godspeed. 803-0930. Astrologer Cassandra Joan Butler with us. I put the link up on Bowerly and WBEN Facebook page. Um, Mark is on line one. And Cassandra, Mark was born uh, almost on the Ides of May, the 16th of May, 1964. So uh, he, he's a young one. Mm. Um, in Philadelphia, of all places, Mark, my sympathies, first of all. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Uh, I'll endeavor to be brief. Um, I'm Mark the Submariner. Uh, you did a program on what's wrong with America, and I said war and rumors of war, and that kind of stuck with you. I'll be quick. My question is, Cassandra, tell me about my love life. I haven't had a girlfriend since 2005. All right. This is your year, Mark. I'm not kidding you. All right. Remember this well, past birthday? Well, when you birthday? say it's, this is his year, it's the middle of November. He's only got a month and a half. You mean? How, you know, look at how specific this this Virgo critical person is. <laughs> My goodness. Well, all right. This is your time. Let's put this way, to Mark. All right. Let's talk about eclipses. You are a perfect candidate to talk about eclipses, Mark. There was a lunar eclipse on your birthday this year. So this is your year that it extends to 2023. So back uh, around your birthday, you were probably were saying to yourself, you know, Self, I think I would like to have a partner. And uh, so you had to put the thought out around your birthday. This particular eclipse that occurred on the 8th of November, you might be getting more of a strategy planned, Mark. But then I would say, using the astrology and my intuition, I'm going to say by the springtime, I think you will be in a partnership. You had to gradually move into this idea because you're very particular. You're very selective. Your chart shows that you're a Virgo rising. You're very intellectual. You need someone smart. You need someone intuitive. And you also need someone very compassionate. I'm um, looking at your what we call your marriage house. You also like to travel and do research and so forth. Um, and do you like to cook, Mark? Um, you know what? You're exactly right, Cassandra. Very good. Um, I am a good person. I have a lot of love to give to the right person, but I'm very selective. Very selective. Hold, hold on. I don't know why my mic keeps getting shut off. Um, that's weird. Apparently, the, the, the gremlins that affected David are now affecting me. Um, hold on, Mark, so we can wrap this up. I got a hard break I've got to get through. And don't worry, I'm not going to tell the joke about the submarine. Hey, what's long and hard? And th that That's just so old, and I'm not going to go there, but you've Good. heard it a million times. Good. Yes, I'd hate to offend Cassandra. She is the, uh, the picture of purity. Um, it is apparently... <laughs> for Hogan <laughs> Willing. Yeah. All right, it is 
uh, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the program, and uh, do check out David Bellavia's uh, new book. And uh, it was uh, a very interesting beginning to the show today. Um, expect the unexpected. And one of our most popular features is our astrologer, Cassandra Joan Butler. Uh, my ex-wife, we'd been married for four years, what seems like a lifetime ago, uh, but she's very good at, at what she does, and she really has a worldwide following. I look at her page, and I'm blown away at the literally worldwide impact that she has in her chosen field. She's also uh, a bachelor of, uh, she's got a bachelor of uh, social work from Cornell a master's from Syracuse, also attended McMaster University, and uh, Kalasanctius School. That yes. will ring a bell with those of you of Hungarian descent. Kalasanctius. Kalasanctius. That was one of the most amazing educational experiences, Tom. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I was looking at some old photographs, and I had a graduating class of, I think, 10. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, that, we, we, we traveled. We would take school bus trips and go around the country. That's why I love camping, right? I mean, it was it was part of my my early upbringing and camping at the Grand Canyon, camping outside of New York City, if you can believe. Um, I believe that. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You could do that today, but anyway. And and those wonderful priests, they really inspired my believe it or not, my interest in astrology. I believe that. Well, a lot of a lot of very successful people went through Calisanctus. I mean, we could name names, but it's probably best we don't. Right. You know right, who right. I'm talking about. Yes, I do. All right, let's uh, let's All get right. back to Mark, uh, who was a submariner uh, serving our nation. He is looking for love, and uh, Cassandra says this is going to be a good time for him. Hi, Mark. Hi, Cassandra. Thanks for hanging on. So, you know, I mean, you are a very affectionate, even a romantic type of guy, but sometimes your Venus, which is your love planet, becomes so, in, I don't know, so intuitive and so afraid of that rejection. That's changed in the past couple of years for you. You're becoming more confident. I know you're picky. That's fine. This is what I would suggest. You might Take a cooking class where there's lots of women in the next year because uh, you'll find a lot of women that way, number one. Number two, you have a moon in Leo. You're very uh, fun and daring, and there's a certain courage about you. And you're also, you bring to the table that Taurusness, right? Solid, secure, stable. And yes, the eclipses have been in your chart, so this is a new era for Mark. Back... Um, in uh, the springtime, your birthday, like I said, you probably decided, you made the decision, it's time for love, and uh, the six-month period is right now to maybe get out there, but also my intuition is April, May of next year, where you find... Um, you're exactly right. Wow. You know what, Cassandra, the thing that I miss the most is cooking for a companion. Yep. Isn't that ridiculously dumb? No. No, I'll be over at 630. I'll be over at 630. <laughs> Mark, thanks thanks very much. And as long as your kitchen looks like the galley in a submarine, you're all set. 
Tom, there's two kinds of ships, subs and targets, buddy. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've probably day. seen Das Boot too many times. Thank you uh, very much, Mark. Bye-bye. Uh, and we were actually talking about this, Josh and I, yesterday in the control room about if we had to serve in the armed forces, what we would like the best and what we would like the least. And it was unanimous submarines. We couldn't do it. We would, no. We oh, just, no. And, yeah. I, I'm not even claustrophobic, and I, right. I don't know how people do it. Uh, let's go to Bob. In uh, Tonawanda. Now, Bob Cassandra was born. It's like a string of near birthdays. Listen yes. to this. November 7th, 1963. So, Bob, a belated happy birthday. 8 a.m. in Lackawanna, New York. And what's your question for Cassandra Joan Butler? <laughs> well, I have a couple questions. My mom had passed two years now on uh, Christmas Eve. And I talked to her just about every day. And she was my best friend. And my wife left me. Well, we've been divorced about three years now or so. But I have no, I can't have any contact with her. I violated it a few times. I've been arrested four times. But I'm still in love with her. And I just... Wish she could have seen because she was my best friend also, but I I can't have no contact with her. And I just want to know if there's any ever a chance that her and I will ever they'll ever be able to see her and try to rekindle anything. Well, Cassandra has uh, an astrological viewpoint. I have a different viewpoint uh, from a different place. Uh, Cassandra, well, you know, Bob, um, I can't even say this enough to you. You are so sensitive. You are so sensitive. And that's your Scorpio intuition, and that's your Scorpio sensitivity. This has been one of the most difficult years of your life. Uh, The eclipses may have been extremely hard on you the past three weeks. Um, When people ask me, will I ever, questions, I always say, well, there's always hope. But at the same time, this is a year for the Scorpios to let go, to the best of their ability, things from the past. And you know what? You have a lot going for you, though, Bob, because you are a person of philosophical faith, and um, you like to spend time by yourself. You like to t- spend time, you know, researching and meditating or praying. Um, find that, and I love what you said about your mom. You have that forever link with your mom's spirit. So keep the faith. Keep the faith, Bob. And I will say this, uh, obviously, uh, you might have heard me say this a few times over the years, but uh, I'm not a lawyer. Our daughter is an attorney, but I'm not a lawyer. But just common sense would say you have gotten into trouble four times. This person does not wish to rekindle a relationship with you. And as difficult as it is just one human being to another, you have to let that go because no good is going to come of contacting someone uh, who does not wish to have contact with you, and you're just going to make a bad situation exactly. worse. Exactly. It's, it's not worth it, man. Good luck, though, Robert. I appreciate uh, hearing from you. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Did you say something? Oh, just just about Bob's chart, too. Like, it's really hard. I'm a Scorpio. You know that, Tom, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Scorpios are stubborn. Hmm. Huh. And wait, so, wait. I'm pretty stubborn. <laughs> Tom, I'm a Virgo. Well, that's because your Virgo son is next to Scorpio's 
uh, mafioso planet. So you're like an honorary Scorpio. Did you know that? Well, I know I'm an honorary Sicilian, but that <laughs> may, that doesn't mean all Sicilians. Are- when, when you were born, Tom, Pluto was right next to your son. You make a joke about Pluto, but Pluto was right next to your son. So Pluto is Scorpio's planet, and that makes you like dive deep into the unknown. Oh, ain't that the truth? <laughs> that's that. That's the very scorpion trait. Dive so, deep into invisible and bring it out to light. Exactly, and, figure out a and analyze terrible it. Terrible case. Analyze it. Analyze it. But so our friend Bob, I, I really I appreciate it, I, the, the anguish in his voice. But this is the year that Scorpios have to let go of things yeah. that they want, even if it seemingly on the surface is what they want. They have to let him go. And this past full moon was difficult for him. And let it go, let it go, let it go, Bob. That's yeah, Bob, I, I would just like add, add to that. I'm sure at some point your mom, who is no longer with us, I'm sure she said, I'm going to take this Band-Aid off. And if I do it fast, you're going to get stung, but it's going to be over with. If I do it slow, every little hair is going to get pulled out. So you need to rip that Band-Aid off, throw it out, and you got to look elsewhere, my personal opinion, uh, not based on astrology, but just uh, a little bit of life experience. Um, let's get back to the calls because we don't want to see you on an Oxygen TV show ever. Uh, let's go to Veronica uh, on WBEN. Let me get the right button pushed here. Uh, Veronica, Cassandra was born <laughs> on the 25th of September in 1956, a very good year apparently, uh, 10 a.m. in Buffalo. Hi, Veronica. Hi, how are you? I'm well, and and you know what? I, I I don't know how much you know about astrology, but I will say this: you might be a beautiful Libra, and you are, but you're also a Scorpio rising. So you keep things close to the chest. You know, people just love your charisma. They love your um, sense of um, magnetism. You you attract people to you, but you're always a mystery girl. You will only let go of. And really demonstrate your true colors to the people you truly trust. So this has been a big year for you too, Veronica. Uh, your moon is in Gemini. You're very good with communications and helping others. You might be in some sort of helping profession. I'm not sure, but you are great with communication and assisting people to find their way. How does that sound? Yep. That's me. That's you. <laughs> so, you have, do you have a question? I have a to... question for you, Cassandra. Sure, go ahead. Um, I am going through a pretty major procedure next month. Mm-hmm. Two of them, actually. And I'm not sure, you know, if this is the right time for me to be doing that. What's the I don't di- know why I have. I've been waiting for years to do this and now it's coming and I'm nervous about it. Look at any time we do anything when we don't have quote control, i.e. medically, uh, we get a little afraid. But um, I will say this about your chart. You're the Scorpio rising. Um, How are you feeling about this procedure around October 25th? Were you feeling confident in your doctors and your team? Yes. Okay, so go for it. Um, Mercury isn't retrograde, you know, um, and trust your doctors, trust your intuition. Part of that real abject fear you feel is because you are a Scorpio rising. A lot of Scorpio rising people such as yourself uh, don't like to fly, for example. I'm not saying that's you because they don't like to lose control, right? Okay. Does that make sense? It does. 
And and I know you've done your your research on this, for, uh, especially in 2021 when you came close to doing this procedure, but it wasn't the right time because of what we're going through globally. I was very ill with Lyme disease. Yeah, that whole year. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, can, Veronica, these things can obviously take a toll, but uh, you have obviously talked about this with your team of surgeons and your general practitioner. This is something that you've been wanting to have done. And uh, just uh, based on people that uh, I've come across in life, uh, you probably are going to feel a million times better when it's all done. And maybe the anticipation is worse than the actual reality. Right. It could be, yes. It's two major back surgeries. I, 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 whoa, whoa. T- uh, I, I don't know what's going on here, guys. Uh, this is the official voice what of happened? Bowls. I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, all right. But so David Bellavia and I have now both been bitten by gremlins at the radio station. It's me, today. Tom. I'm starting to wonder if you're possessed. Is your head going to start going like uh, totally around? Expect the unexpected. But Veronica, I, I, I really reflect what Tom just said, too. Um, but I would say from an astrological point of view, certain people are a little bit more uh, less likely to want to give control over to people, and that's you because yeah. you you've done everything yourself all your life, right? Yeah, I look forward to having some control back. Exactly. So trust these trust these doctors. I haven't been able to walk and do things I like to do. Yeah, Veronica, it sounds like you're in a lot of pain and a uh, physical pain, and I just wish you and I, everybody listening wishes you the uh, the very best uh, from this procedure. And make sure you do all the follow up uh, therapy and PT the doctors recommend. That makes a huge difference. Okay, thank you so much. Thanks uh, very much. Take and again, good care. Not a physician either. Not offering medical advice, but as a general rule, when the doctors give you a, a course of action after a medical procedure, it's a good idea to follow it. Those of you who've had heart attacks, if you uh, uh, go to the cardiac rehab, makes a huge difference in uh, recovery. And good luck to you, uh, Cassandra Joan Butler is in studio. Uh, we bring Cassandra in every month or so, and she is. Uh, a an astrologer of international renown with a huge following in Australia and other places uh, around the world. And uh, your question at 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, when you call in, you can give Josh your date of birth, your time of birth, if you know it, and your place of birth, and uh, ask Cassandra a question, and she'll give you uh, her answer based on her uh, uh, astro- uh, astrological uh, background, um, which is uh, she got more books on astrology than you can shake a stick <laughs> at. But I, I did steal her Harvard classic books, Great you... American Documents. I still have that at my house. And Tom, I have your almanac. My almanac? Oh, yeah, you has, I have some books of yours, too. Okay. Well. True confession. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was wondering. Uh, it is, uh, it is uh, I thought, wait, didn't we get joint custody of some of the books? Yeah, but not the vacuum cleaner. (laughs) Um, And she's been doing astrology longer than I've been on the radio. So she's quite experienced. Yeah. It's a long time. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the fingers. Yeah, gave you one in particular. I noticed. But if I say, if I say I've been doing it as long as I have been, that really, uh, you know, matures me. 
and then people think I'm really, really old. And well, no, you started when you were very young. Well, actually, nine. Yeah. I was on John Otto's show when I was nine years old. I kid you not. Remember John Otto? Do I? Re- I revered John <laughs> I know Otto. You did. Are you kidding me? Yes, I went on on his show, and I talked to him about astrology when I was nine. That's amazing. Yep. I was about nine and talked to John Otto about the death penalty of all things. It's that true crime fascination. <laughs> How interesting. Wow. Uh, let's go cool. to uh, Mike in uh, Buffalo. I'm sorry. Mike is in Lockport currently, but Cassandra, Mike was born on the 22nd of June, a very long day. The 22nd of June, 1955, 8 a.m. in Buffalo. And, uh, Mike, you have a uh, question for Cassandra Joan Butler? Yes. uh, Thank you for taking my call. And what I would like to know is I'm 67. Is there going to be any more love life in my future? Yes, I do believe so. Do believe so, Mike. Let me talk a little, little bit about what you are according to the astrological language. You're a very sensitive summer solstice baby born right on the solstice, very emotional, family first, very sensitive, and likes his downtime, needs to be away from people as much as you are extraordinarily funny, sarcastic. The moon is in Leo, very generous. And um, in terms of timings with your chart, we have the planet that means total transformation operating in what we call the marriage house right now. So in some ways, you may have gone through a lot of letting go of old relationships in your mind starting in 2020. 2020 was kind of a rough year, not because of that, but because of what was going on in your chart, letting go of some old friendships, relationships. So yes, have faith, have hope. As we get into February of next year, uh, that's a very strong month for you to you got to get out there, though. And I know there's a little shyness sometimes with you, too, because you're a cancer. But uh, through friends, groups, and um, community circumstances, you can meet some people, Michael. So, um, yeah, I feel very optimistic that February and also June of 2023 would be very good times to meet someone new. Well, Mike, uh, good luck. Keep us updated. Let us know, okay? Thank you very much. All right, thank you uh, very much. Uh, Cassandra, um, we don't have time to do another caller justice this hour, but something came up last week, and I want to bounce it off of you. Okay. Um, okay. Psychic uh, intuition, things sure. that happen, and talked about this on the air quite a bit last week, but for whatever reason, on election day, I'm driving uh, to the drugstore after voting, and the flash came across my brain. Joe Beamer's wife is pregnant, and he's going to have a baby. The next day, Joe Beamer comes on the air and says, my wife is pregnant, we're going to have a baby. What causes stuff like that? I wasn't listening to Joe. I didn't hear him say anything about making an announcement. But other people who called in had similar experiences where just out of the blue, people have these thoughts, and these thoughts actually are realities, as it turns out. There's lots and lots of theories out there, Tom, but I'll put it into simple language. I think that there are moments in our lives when we're so relaxed that there is nuggets of time when we just can perceive certain things that come through. If you were sitting there thinking about Joe, like focusing on him, it that wouldn't have come across your radar. I think of each of us as having electrical, magnetic, 
qualities. Oh, gosh, scientists say that. So why wouldn't we be able to kind of perceive things uh, from a scientific point of view? So I think psychic, intuition, ESP, there's been countless studies on this. I think we're all intuitive because all of us have a right brain. But it would be nice to channel that when we wanted to and pick out the Powerball numbers take, instead of these random flashes. I know. Take my class, Tom. I'm telling you, take my class. I do a psychic development class. Number one, you were, you were completely relaxed. You were driving. It was it was uh, in the moment. It was extra. Um, it was just in that moment. When people are relaxed, then their intuition operates. Also, I would say this to it's you. It's very Tom, interesting because having just voted, I was relaxed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, also, you're a Pisces moon. Uh, I know you don't know what that means, Tom, but those of us who study astrology say that's one of the more psychic, intuitive moons. The moon was actually in the position of the zodiacal sign of Pisces when you were taking your first breath. In other words, you were a full moon baby. So you have a lot of perceptions that you might not call psychic, but you, you eh, some people call it like businessman's instinct or hmm. intuition. But that is how I would describe you using the language of astrology, that Pisces moon. So I think all of us have that capacity, but most of us don't have the trust in that it's possible. But that goes for everybody listening who's had the, it's not just about yes. me, it's about everybody yeah. listening who had those experiences, right? Right, Okay, right. cool. Cassandra Joan Butler is in studio, our astrologer, uh, my former wife many years ago, a different lifetime, 